I am so excited that you decided to be here and listen to this podcast about my brand new book. And the biggest reason for me to actually write it, let's start really quickly about the title of the book, Battling the Worst, Awakening the New. And the biggest reason for me to write this book is to allow myself to tell you what exactly happened to me during the time of my first miscarriage. Why am I here? What is the reason that I'm here? Why am I, who am I, why am I here? For what reason am I here for? And why do I try to inspire so many women around the world? Because I was not inspired at a young age. I never knew how to love myself. I never knew how to be myself. And I think that's the biggest reason of why I wrote my book, because it allowed me to share a story that brought tears to my eyes, that brought the worst part of me in my life. And that's when I realized that your journey is your own. Your journey is only yours. And the way we put our journey together, it creates your own unique you around this world what you do for yourself how you put your journey into a story that's all you need is just you how we preserve life how we look at life how the people are around us it's all about just you and i think that's so important to understand when you read this book I went through uh, a huge journey when I started off with my first miscarriage. And I wanted to highlight that because we didn't want to have kids at one point. We were thinking this world is so bad. This world is so, what is this world all about? That we don't want to bring a child into this world and then look at the way that it is and the way that we're so, you know, it's, it's just so changed compared to many, many, many years ago. So at one point I was thinking, no way, uh uh-uh. And then when I accidentally got, you know, pregnant, that's when life changed. And I said, oh my God, do I really want this? Do I really want a child? And when we started to accept this child and started to say, yes, I want it. Yes, we want this. Yes, it's going to be fun. Yes, we're going to do it. Trying Trying to find a new home, trying to look around places. And then when you lose the baby, It is the worst feeling that a mother can go through is when you lose that baby. And then the question that we bring about after losing the baby is, is this because of me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? And all the thoughts that run in your head and then all of a sudden people now beside you are getting pregnant, but you couldn't even hold this baby inside of you what was the reason then I started to think that it was my fault my vigorous exercises my nutrition my food everything that was going around with me it's me it's me I'm the problem and I started to blame myself for everything that was happening to me and then with that saying I started to compare women around me and then when I finally got pregnant though I was so happy with the pregnancy and everything was great Now think about having that baby, finally having that baby. And now because I was so depressed trying to get pregnant, now the postpartum depression hits me even worse. Now I'm in a situation where I don't want anyone's help. I I know that there's something wrong with me. I'm not okay. 
but it's it's everything all put together you know it's it's such a strong story about what really happened how did i miscarry my first child my feelings my thoughts the people around me the loved ones and then i finally have a baby and then my thoughts from there and then when i finally have this baby now i'm i'm thinking about you know having a second baby and i'm not 100% myself still the way I treat the people around me, the way that I talk to people, I know there's something wrong with me. I know I'm not okay. But what is it that's wrong with me? Why am I feeling this way? And I think that is why the story is here. This is why I wrote my book. To let you know that it's okay with the way we feel. You know, at that moment and that time, I had no idea that there was actually help out there, that I could get help. I had no idea that I could find help, but did I get help? Not at all. I got no help whatsoever. And I think that's where my story begins, is how did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? Then it goes all the way down to how I became a stay-at-home mom. What? brought me to become that person why did i become a stay-at-home mom why did i not go back to work well i did go back to work but then something happened in between for me to actually become a stay-at-home mom and then from there i had my second baby but my second miscarriage first and then a miracle a crazy pregnancy right after that and then from there all the stuff that happened to me while i was pregnant and then I had my second child. And then from there, how did I become celiac? How did I find out I became celiac? What was the cause of it? And then from there, what hit me? What was the biggest lesson that I learned in all of this that I finally figured out my life? What was it? You know, life is so precious. It's so beautiful. And the only way you will know how beautiful life is, is when you take each moment and each day and just know that this life of yours is only yours. There's nobody out there that's going to bring anything else for you. If you can't find the happiness within yourself, within you, nobody else will make you happy. Nothing else will make you happy. No material possessions will make you happy. And that was the hardest lesson I learned in my life. Do you know those days when I was young, all I thought was if I had a big house, that would make me happy. If I drove this car, I would, make, I would be happy. I would make more friends. People would actually start liking me if I have new things and nice things. I thought the way I dressed, was not good enough. I thought that if I dressed a certain way, if I wore certain things, or if I had Chanel, or if I had guest clothing, or you know, name brand clothing, and I think that was the biggest thing for me. You know, if I did wear those kind of shoes, I would be known and people would like me. But that's not what it is. You know, have you ever thought if you had that big house and that big car and that beautiful home, you know, people would like you? But it never happened and people just never still liked you <laughs> and it really bothered me and it got me to the point where it's like why what's wrong with me am i ugly am i not good looking 
is there something that's a bother? Like, I used to feel that way. And I used to think, what is wrong with me? And then when I started to find myself and I find to figure out that it's not about the clothing, it's not about the house or the material things that you have in life. It's honestly just about being who you are and being the person that you are and loving yourself and the confidence that we have in ourselves that actually bring the people to love you for who you are. If you don't know yourself, if you don't know who you are, the people around you won't know who you are. They will not be attracted to the person that you are because you don't even know who you are. And I think that was the biggest lesson that I learned in life is you need to know who you are. You need to love yourself. You need to know the person that you are. You need to be more confident in life. And if that confident is not there, people don't know who you are. People don't have any clue of what kind of person you are. And so that is what causes that breakthrough when you are confident inside of yourself. You start to realize that the people that are around you will want to be around you. And the people that resist you, they don't want to be around you. It's because they don't like the new you. You know, I've had so many friends, so many friends that I loved and cared about growing up. And today, I can't be that same person. I can't be that same that same Nishma I was, you know, 15 years ago or 20 years ago. I can't be that person. So when I'm trying to be the person I am today with the friends that I used to have, they don't like me this way. They don't understand why I am the person I am. They cannot understand why I'm who I am. And so for that reason, they stop talking to me. And some of them just don't even want anything to do with me. I've tried to be the person that I can be with the people that I love. But then I've realized that it's either I'm attracted to them for who I am today or I'm not attracted to them at all. And you gotta realize that the more you start to become the person that you are, the more confident you start to become, the more you that you become, you start to realize the true people that want to be in your life will want to be in your life and they will try and be in your life. But the ones that do not feel it and they don't like you or they don't want to be near you, they'll just won't be there anymore. They'll be gone. And you have to allow those things to pass and you have to allow things to happen in your life. And the most beautiful thing that happened in this life, in this lifetime that I'm in right now, is this book. And this book tells you my story, everything about me and what happened and the people around me. And you know what I'm so grateful for? I'm grateful for allowing my family to tell this story to you. I'm grateful for my sister-in-law for allowing me to, you know, allowing me to have her in my story to explain what was really going on. I'm grateful for my husband for being there and supporting me through the story so that he knows that he was with me despite everything that was going on with me. I'm so grateful for my sisters for being there with me. I'm grateful for my parents for allowing me to tell the story. I'm grateful for the fact that I can tell you this story despite what happened. I'm a full open book. I'm an open book and that's what makes me who I am. I'm not a pretender. I'm not here to pretend to you that, you know, life is difficult, life is hard. Things that are around you are not as they seem. I'm not going to pretend to be that person. I want to tell you the truth. And I think that's the biggest part about this huge book about mine is, is the truth. 
here is my truth. This is what really happened to me. And this is why I'm writing this book. And I want you to read it. And I want you to understand that every truth in this story, everything in this story was the truth. And I think that's really, really important, not just for myself, for everyone else to listen to. And so when I was reading, when I was uh, starting this podcast and I was recording this podcast, I put everything together and I put a, a podcast together about this book. And so I'm going to allow that podcast to play. And I also wanted to put this on so then you know and understand where this book comes from. Again, the book's title is Battling the Worst, Awakening the New. Everything I went through and then how I became who I am today and the life lessons I learned. This book not only has the life lessons that I've learned, but everything to like from gluten-free. I have some recipes in this book, which I'm so excited to to get you guys to listen to. I mean, sorry, to read um, some beautiful recipes in this book too as well. I have about 10, I believe, some breakfast, some lunch, some dinner, and I believe I also have some desserts in there for you guys to look at. So it's a beautiful book. I really hope from the bottom of my heart that you do love this book. And I have some shout outs to a lot of these people that were behind me when I wrote this book. So please enjoy the podcast. Enjoy this. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it as of right now too. Remember, life is beautiful. And all of you that are listening to this, thank you from the bottom of my heart because I know that you're here for a reason. Love you all and enjoy the podcast. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for allowing yourself to come here and listen to my story. I am so happy and I'm so excited to share with you that I finally wrote my book. I wrote it. I did. I did. It all started out when I decided that I wanted to write a book, but I didn't know what I wanted to write about. I used to think about everything that was happening to me in my life and I wanted to write a book, but all I thought about was, you know, writing a book about fitness, writing a book about, you know, your health and your nutrition and everything that was inside of us. And that's exactly what I wanted to write about at that moment and at that time. But the problem was, is I was, I didn't know how, how do I start writing a book? What do I need to do? Where do I need to go? What do I, where do I, where do I even start? So every time I thought about writing a book, I had issues about understanding how do I go about doing it? And so one day I sat there and I'm like, is this the kind of book I want to write? What is it that I'm truly fascinated about? What is it that I really want to write about? Because at the end of the day, yes, fitness and nutrition is all so good for you. It's such a good book to read. But would, would it be something that I am, so, I am I'm so intrigued with by myself? Is this something that I could do for me? Or is it something that... I just want to do because I want to write a book. So I, I thought about it and I sat down and I'm like, okay, so the kind of book I want to write, I said to myself was, well, I'll write a little bit about fitness and why fitness is good for you and why we need to work the muscles that we need to work on. I said, great, that would be a great, great opportunity to write a book about that. And then on top of that as well, I would provide a CD or a DVD that would include all these workouts starting from 10 minutes a day to 30 minutes a day so that you can progress yourself from working out for a lot of people that are just sitting on the couch and sitting there and doing nothing 
you know, they want to start working out at some point. So then they would start these videos with me at 10 minutes and then progressively end up at 30 minutes a day. And that was, that was my goal at the point when I wanted to write this book, but then it just, you know, time went on and time passed by and it never happened. Nothing happened. And it just, um, the idea was just washed out of my, just washed away. And it was just there sitting in the dark sand, sitting there thinking, okay, that's an idea, but how do I get started? How do I do it? And so it never happened. <laughs> and then I had some kind of change in thought. My life kind of started to change and things started to get better in my life. Miracles started to happen in my life. I started podcasting. I enjoyed everything that was happening in my life. I um, remembered, you know, finding a true self inside of me, knowing that Nish, you are such a beautiful person for who you personally are. And that person that you love now inside of you doesn't care of how many other people talk about you or how many people don't like you or how many people don't want to be near you. It's the people that are close to you and the people that really love your story and who love you the most will be there with you despite whatever happens in your life. And that is when I realized that the book that I really want to write is my story, is what really helped me become the person that I am today. And I started off reading <clears throat> this beautiful book and I started thinking about this, this book that I wanted to write. And now I'm thinking, now I'm ready to write this book, but how do I start and how do I do it again? And where do I go with it? So I started to talk to a friend of mine and I have to give her a big shout out, Soraya Bodhi. She is a huge soul of mine. She's my just a soul sister. So I sat down with her one day and we were talking about writing a book. And she goes, I think you should do it. You should totally, totally do it. And so she was also in the urge of finding out how to write her book. And so I was in the same kind of boat with her trying to figure out how we write this book. So again, time went by and, you know, we're still waiting to see, you know, how do I get this started? How do I do this? How do I get there? And I was busy with my kids and my family and a lot of things were happening. And I did, I actually took out, you know, every night I would take out my computer and I'd write stories about my life and stories about that things that happened when I was 15 years old and 16 years old and the, the different guys that I met in my life and what happened with them and how it, things happen. And then I'm just like, whoa, whoa, this is not where I wanna go. <laughs> this is not the story I wanna tell people. This is not, this is my past life. Who cares about what happened in my past life at that moment, at that time? You know, like who cares about the guys I dated or the, the friends I had and the friends that are not my friends anymore? Like who, does it really matter? So I sat there and I'm like, okay, no, this is not what I want. And, and then it came to me, it came to me, it, it, it took time, but it came to me. And I talked to Soraya again and I sat down and I'm sitting there and I'm calling her up and I'm like, I really want to write a book about my transition after I had a miscarriage. And I think that's the biggest story and that my story, I want to highlight to women out there that it's okay with where you are in life. It's okay to be the person that you are. It's okay to, you know, not to be loved or feeling that you're not loved. But 
we all go through these things in life where you know we expect people to do things for us we expect to be liked we expect people to love us the way we want to be loved we go through where you know we feel like nobody's there for us you know our friends come and they go we feel misled in life and everything that i was going through through a postpartum depression i felt called to write this book and that's what brought me into becoming this author of this book. So sitting there talking to her, she said that she hired a coach that will help me be able to write this book. And so she'll do an outline for you and she'll be able to tell you how to write the book and you know what chapters to look for and exactly what to do. So I said, that's amazing. So she gave me her name and I, I looked her up and I messaged her right away. And you know, the the most beautiful part about this, this journey that I went through about writing this book was when I got that information from her and I went in and I searched the person that I was looking for. It was like, it was like the information was, was right for me at that moment. So things just started to pour into my life. Things just started to come into my life. And it was like, it was, this is the right moment for you to write the book because now you know what you want to write about. So my husband, at the same time, he's my sole keeper of everything. He does everything for me. He's, he sits down and, you know, he's the one right now that is my financer too. So we sat down, we talked about it, and I was telling him that it's going to cost me this much money uh, with this lady. Would you be okay if I wrote the book? And in his first words, he's like, please do what you want to do. That is amazing. Do it. Do it. If this is going to help you and you're going to do it, do it. That was my second miracle is when your husband or your partner actually agrees for you to write this book. And so that's exactly what I did. I went in and I said, okay, I'm going to do it. So I get this first call from the lady and the person that I was actually talking to and a big shout out to her too, as well as Haley. Haley from the publishing company started to talk to me. She sat down and she said, she said, I want to hear your story. I said, absolutely. So we started talking and I started telling her my story from the first time when I had my miscarriage and how I felt and all the compromises I went through and how I compared myself to other women. And I started to talk a little bit about how I felt during the time where I was alone, I had like nobody there for me. I felt like I was doing it all by myself. Uh, my friends were not there. I didn't understand where they were. Friends would come and go. They took things in the wrong way about me and they would walk away from me. They talked behind my back. I didn't even know if they were my true friends or not. I didn't know what was going on. What was happening with me at that moment, at that time, nobody could understand me, but I reacted in the wrong ways possible. You know, people would try to help me out and I will say, no, I don't need that help. You know, My mother-in-law would come and help me and I would say, I don't need that help. But the kind of help I really needed at that moment, at that time, is someone to come and ask me, how are you feeling, Nish? Are you okay? Are you all right? What can I do to help you? And everyone that was trying to come to help me was you know, either taking the baby away from me or taking the baby and going somewhere else and leaving me to sleep in my own bed by myself. And I think the real reason for this book to come out was to let a lot of people know that it's okay to feel the way you're feeling because it's normal. 
but we don't realize it going through it, that it's actually not something that we want to feel. We want to feel better about ourselves. So how do we get there? And how do we, how do we start to live that life? And so my story, you know, I told her my story. I told her exactly what happened with my first miscarriage and then my second miscarriage and all the comparisons I was doing with my, with, with the people around me and the way that I treated the people around me and the way that I used to think in my thoughts and, and everything that was going on just within me. And I started to cry and I started to, you know, really, really cry. And she said, your story is so powerful, Mishma. And I'm, I'm so impressed with everything that you have to say. Your story really resonates with what we want to do. And I think you should go ahead and write the story. And she started to do this book map with me. And we started to talk about how we're going to do it and what we're going to do. And, you know, she basically sat down and said, okay, so, you know, these are the months that you have. So if you write this long, if you write this much, this is how you're going to write. And this is how the flow is going to be. And I want you to write this much for this month. And, and she just, you know, gave me everything. So now I have it here. I have this huge paper in my hand thinking, all right, I can write my book. This is, this is how so then I started it. to think, okay, so I'm going to start the book. So I started to write, I started to write, I was so excited to write. So I started to write a little bit about the beginning of my first miscarriage and how it happened. And then uh, I kept on going with my story and my chapters. And, you know, every night I would kind of write a little bit, little bit. And then I had to take a little break for a little while about, you know, sometime a little bit closer to time. Now, the good thing about this publisher is, and I'm going to give you more details about her at the end of this call, if this is something that you feel called to do, is she was all about writing with, with your intention, writing with your style writing at your own pace. There's no rush in writing. Write when you can, write as much as you can. But the whole point is, is just write, 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 because that's exactly what you need to do is just write your heart out, write everything that you want to write. And that's exactly what I did. Every little detail from the day that my child was born to how I had my miscarriage, to how I ended up becoming a stay-at-home mom, all the way when I was actually led to being celiac and how that happened and what happened to me and how I realized that my life is so much more than just you know being the person that I am and worried about what can what outcomes can happen to me I stopped taking care of myself taking care of the way that I used to eat you know taking care of nutrition I became this person so everything I put onto this book was in this style and so it was, it was, that's exactly what I did. So I started writing it and I, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And finally, uh, there was a time where she had messaged me back and said, okay, so she's doing a coaching call where, you know, you would go into a group and with this group that you would be in, you would pay this certain amount of money and you'll be basically coached with me and you have modules about, you know, this is how you would finish off the book. This is what you would need. This is how much you would need after writing the book, what the process is. And so there was a lot of information that you need to go through when you write a book. It's just not just writing. Hey, there's a lot of stuff that you need to know when you write your book, but they're all exciting things. They're all beautiful things, things that you don't, you know, you realize, but you know, there's a lot of things that go into it and it's a lot of work but I had the most amazing people behind me to do that for me. And so I was really excited just to say, yes, let's, let's do it. So I got into this group coaching and we ended up paying for everything that I need to get paid for, for the book. 
And it just got me. I have three months to finish this off now. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, let's do it. So I did it. I wrote my story. I wrote everything about whatever I needed to write. And um, now I need to sit down and think, okay, I need a few people to edit my work for me. Who do I ask? And so I sat down and I thought, okay, now I need an actual editor. But even though my publisher was producing the editor for me, I needed people to read it and I needed another editor. So this is where someone else came into my life. Nabila Sharif. She is another beautiful friend, another beautiful soul that I could rely on to say, hey, I want you to read my story. How do you feel about editing my book for me? And she sat down and she's like, well, that should be easy. I'm like, <laughs> I love to write my book. I love to write, but my stories are all over the place. I'm all over the place. I'm not in one place. My grammar is not 100%. I don't have really good um, skills with punctuation, you know, so I'm very not 100 or pure with my writing. So are you sure you want to come on board and you're okay with editing my work for me? Now she thought that, okay, it's just probably something, you know, grammar and punctuation and whatever. And so she's like, sure, she's going to get on board with me. And so she started to work on my work, on my book with me. And she's, just, you know, started to do it. And then <laughs> a few months down uh, while she was finishing it off, I was honestly thinking it would take her uh, maybe a month or so to finish it off. And she's like, Nish, there's a lot more to do than, than just the editing, the punctuation and grammar. She had to reorganize my work and she had to reorganize things in my book and she had to put things you know, in, into perspective. And the, the thing is that when you have somebody that's willing to do that for you, that's willing to help you make this book a success, and that friend that's behind you 100%, yet I'm also there, I'm paying her, I'm, you know, she's the editor, she's going to be my full editor for this particular part of the book. And she did it for me, she did it all for me, she, she pinpointed every little detail, she did whatever she could, and then she finished it off. And that was what two, it took two or three months or four months for her work to get done. And that itself, was a lot of work right there. She took time, she put her effort into it and she edited every single part of my book. Then I took all of that and I got some friends to read it too as well, just to kind of read it, just blows through. And you know, and everyone that read, was able to read the book, uh, really enjoyed reading it. And they said, you know, really good things about it. So that made me feel really happy. Like it's, it's a good book to start off with. So I was like, perfect. Then I took the book and I sent it to my publisher and then they had their editor also look through it too. And she is an amazing editor. And I have to shout her out to Gabrielle. Gabrielle also went through my entire editing process of my book. She went through the editing. She went and edited all my stuff. So again, you know, to be a writer, it's not hard if you have the right people behind you. You think that you need to have everything perfect when you write your book. And yes, you do. But you can just write and write and write and write and write. But when you have somebody behind you that is willing to help you edit your work, being there with you, your, your, you know, the, my book producer, Helly, had a team full of people ready to edit my book for me and to get that book ready for me and to make sure that it is a perfect standing before it comes out. You know, you're at the right place and you're at the right at the right place to do it and that is why I did what I did is I when I did this book when I wrote this book is exactly how I felt I was with the right team I was there 
And I'm so excited to bring this book out to every single one of you guys, every single one of those women out there that are going through postpartum depression, that are going through, you know, problems in their life. This book is there to help you be the best version of yourself, that you're okay. You're okay where you're at. You're not alone. That's the biggest message on this book. You're not alone. We all go through it. We all go through our issues. We are all not perfect. We don't need to be like another mom. We don't need to be like other parents. We can be ourselves. We can love ourselves and we can be the best mom we want to be to our kids at whatever way that we want to be. There's nobody out there that will be as, as better than you or as worse than you. You are all humans. We make mistakes. Our kids are going to learn from them. How many of us had parents that made many mistakes in our lives, yet we still love them and love them so much for whatever the situation is. Whatever happened, happened. They're still our parents. We learn through that process and we get better at that process, but we still work through that process. And I think that's the biggest message that I need to tell women and that mothers that be who you want to be. No matter what struggle we go through, love yourself for who you are. So from here on, I have a, a marketing, you know, I'm, I'm at the marketing stage right now. And at that marketing stage, I had Aire, shout out to Aire too as well. He has a podcast one-on-one -on -one with Aire and he's a phenomenal, phenomenal person too as well. I could sit there and talk to him forever and sitting there with him and talking about my ideas. He's just sitting there. He's like, I wish I could talk to someone like you, Nish, where, you know, this would be the easiest marketing place, the easiest way to market a book because I had so many ideas of the way I was going to market my book and how I wanted to put it out there. And the first way was with my podcast. This podcast is, is more about me and about my book and my, my situation with this book. And if you're intrigued in reading this book, I recommend you to go on, grab this book, you know, enjoy it, have, you know, read it and tell me how you feel about it. This book is, is due to come out on November 11th, 20. 2022, it's 2022, no, 2021. Sorry, I'm so out of it with dates. <laughs> October, November 11th, 2021. And it'll be out there on Amazon for you to go and grab. Now, I didn't tell you the, the, the title of the book yet, but the title of the book is called Battling the Worst, Awakening the New, the story of a postpartum mom leading all the way to celiac. There's two other people I really would love to talk about. And one of them is Demel Current. He was my gastroenterologist <laughs> doctor when I needed him. Uh, when I was going through my celiac episode and I, and I knew that I was, we needed to confirm that I was celiac. He was my doctor at that moment and that time. So that was really important to me have him as my forward and he agreed he agreed to be the person to write my forward so that was a, a big accomplishment for for me and to have him on my in my book was was amazing so thank you for that if you're listening thank you for for writing that forward my second person that wrote the forward for me was ashika lasani she's another beautiful human being she's a holistic nutritionist as well with her she have gone through a very similar phase in her life when it went through, you know, postpartum depression.
but at the same time, she has a child. She's gone through a lot that, that was going on with her too as well. So reading my story really made her realize that she's gone through a very similar stage in her life. And she also deals with a lot of patients that have gone through that kind of stage in life and how to help them cope with everything that's happened. So I needed, you know, she wrote me a beautiful forward in the book too as well. So I'm very, very, very excited about that too. The second person I really want to admire is Dr. Syra. Dr. Syra has a PhD in psychology. She's also a beautiful mother herself, and she helps people get real about what they want and show them how to change their uh, narrative so that they can live their life, like their most fulfilled life. So she, she was also there for me too. She actually did a really beautiful review on the book for me, and she's right behind my book. And she's done a beautiful review on the book as well. So not only do I have Dr. Syra on my book, uh, Dr. Zamel Karim on my book and Ashika Lasani. And behind me, I had Haley that helped me with everything about the book. I had Ari to do, help me with my marketing and set up everything else for me. I had, I also had um, Gabrielle and uh, Nabula to help me with my editing work as well, which was, I'm so, so, so grateful for. And at the same time, with all of this, everyone behind my back, there was one other person that did my design of my book. And that was Jenny. Jenny, shout out to you too as well. Thank you so much. You know, she did a fabulous job just designing my book for me. And that design of that book just turned out fabulous. I did a little bit of like nicks and nacks with her. But at the end of the day, like I said to you, if you have people behind you to do it the right way and things happen the way that it just gradually happens, it it makes such a big difference. And I think the biggest difference here in my life is when I write this, when I wrote this book, it was an intention to help women in my life, to help people and moms around in my life and to have a group of people like this all behind me to support me and to be there with me to write this book was one of my biggest accomplishments ever. Now a quick shout out to the person that helped me with this book and the, the publisher that helped me with this book. And the biggest shout out again to Haley Hoover, who you know was the first person to talk to me about this book and the one that helped me through everything from the beginning, from writing this book and the mapping of this book. And she is from the Sparkling Hippie Publishing Company. So Haley, thank you so much for you and your team to put this together for me. Thank you for making this book so special for me. Thank you for everyone that's listening to this podcast. You know, this book, if you do get a chance to read this book and you are able to get this book off of Amazon, please do. The book comes out on November 11th. Uh, and I'm excited to actually, you know, let you know when it does come out and give you all the details when it does come out. The thing about this book, again, is to help women around the world to say that it's okay with where you are in the world. It's okay to be where you are. It's okay for things to happen the way that it happens. I think the best lesson I've learned in this life is to love yourself for where you are today. And no matter what happens in life, you're in the right place. Everything will work out for its own. Again, thank you everyone for listening today. Thank you for being here. And I love you all from the bottom of my heart. Thanks again. Bye-bye.